Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Kaufman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we're discussing peace. One of the longings of all ages of all humankind has always been peace. But there is a deeper longing as well. There's always been, always beating within our hearts of all people to have an inner peace, a peace with themselves and with others. Um, Peace is a prominent theme in Scripture. In fact, the word peace can be found over 400 times in the Bible. Um, This week, I really thought about this theme of peace. I've thought about the last a little over 12 months, what's all been going on in my life. And I thought, wow, I really feel like for, for the first time in a long time, I feel very peaceful. And so I had to think, well, what does peace really mean to me in my life? And I thought, well, I have no personal conflicts. Um, we've all gone through life where we've had difficulty with people and personalities, and it it causes us to have uh, unrest and and not be at peace. But I feel like I'm, I'm very happy in those regards. I don't have any large financial worries at this time. Everyone in my immediate family is very healthy and feeling very well, and I'm so thankful for that. And then I'm feeling very hopeful. I think to have peace in our lives, we have to be able to look towards the future and don't feel dread, but to feel a, a, a very positive feeling of, of hopefulness. And I look towards the future in those regards as well. And then I think for mankind and and all of us to be peaceful, we have to be able to live life with meaning and purpose. And I feel like my life has purpose. So when we talk about peace, let's talk today about three aspects, three elements of peace that are, are very important. And the first one, in order for us to have peace in our lives, the first is to have peace with God. One of the scriptures says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We all know that as a child of God, salvation comes from God out of his love for all humankind. And because we are so loved, God gave his son so that we can have peace and we can be at peace with God. The second attribute is we have to have the peace of God in our life as well. And the peace of God can be defined as an inward spirit of tranquility and serenity of heart and mind that abides even during difficult circumstances. That's the difficult one, to be going through a difficult time, difficult circumstances, but to still have peace. I read this week of two artists that were given a challenge of creating a painting that depict peace. The one artist drew a picture of a young boy. He was in a little little boat in the middle of a lake, and he was fishing. It was a very beautiful, calm day, no ripples in the water, and he entitled it Peace. The other artist did just the opposite. He drew a a beautiful painting of a waterfall, a raging waterfall that you could see, and it was the water just coming down very tumultuously and and the, the mist coming up. But there was a limb coming over that body of water, and at the edge of that limb was a bird's nest, and there a mother bird with her little eggs had gathered, and he called it peace. Because real and true peace 
as being able to remain calm and tranquil during times of trial. Do you struggle with that? I know I do as well. Going through a difficult time, you can feel uneasy and not peaceful. But God wants us to have the peace of God even during difficult circumstances. The third kind of peace is peace with others and valuing getting along with family and with friends and those whom we live and engage with and work with. This isn't always easy. There's always conflicts in life. But can we take the time to work through those conflicts to try to understand my point of view, the other person's point of view? It's not always easy, but we're a lot more peaceful when we're at peace with others. Have you ever been in a situation where you have been misunderstood and someone doesn't understand what you're thinking or what you're feeling or what you're doing? And whatever you do, you, you can't meet in the middle. It's very disturbing, but it is so important to work through that and to be able to say, I have peace with others. Let us consider how to take these three kinds of peace and apply them to our lives. The first is to recognize our predicament. We need God. The love of God, we, we need that in our lives to make us feel complete. The love of God and the forgiveness of God through salvation that comes from knowing God and knowing that Christ has died for our sins. The second step is to recognize our mediator, that Christ died to give us new life and to make us new people again. So we accept the gift that Christ gives, and then we are reconciled back to God. Another step, and this is a difficult one, is to stop worrying. When we worry and when we fret and when we look towards the future with fear or dread, we can't have peace in our lives. In the New Testament, there's a verse that says, be careful about nothing. To be, don't worry about, about things in our lives. You know, the statistics say that 60% of our worries are unwarranted, that they'll, they'll never happen. The other 20% have already become past activities that that are out of our control. So things that have happened in the past that we're still worrying about. 10% are just very petty. The other remaining 10%, only 4 or 5% is something that really could happen. And of the remaining 5%, we can't do anything about it anyway. So why should we worry? Peter says, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. To be reminded, we are a child of God. God loves you, and he's going to carry you through. An old poem that's gone around for many years, a stanza of it goes like this. I'll quote it for you. It says, said the robin to the sparrow, why those anxious human beings rush around and worry so? Said the sparrow to the robin, friend, I think that it might be that they have no heavenly father such as cares for you and me. You know, if God cares for the birds to make sure they're fed, he's going to make sure that his children are taken care of, me and you. You know, some of the things we're admonished to do in in Scripture, and I think about the, the Log Cabin Church, and I think we all do these things very well. Our life is better if we do these things. Accept one another. Admonish one another. Bear one another's burdens, build up one another, care and comfort 
one another. Forgive one another. Greet one another. Be honest with each other. Love one another. Pray for one another. And serve one another. As we try in our lives to have inner peace, I pray that you are able to seek and you have peace with God, the peace of God, and peace with others, reminding ourselves that to get there, we must embrace that we are a child of God and loved by Him. And because of all these good things, please, no worries, accept the goodness and the peace that comes from Him. As we close our podcast today, let's say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. And peace be with you.